Welcome to our Living in the Garden podcast. We cannot even begin to express how grateful we are that you are here with us today as we share in our friendship with you and one another. You're here with Allie, Haley, and Taylor, and we are overjoyed to walk through this living garden hand in hand with you. Join us each week as we chat about authentic friendship, our struggle buses, accompaniment, and all of the happies and crappies in between. Without further ado, grab a cup of coffee or a rice cake, cuddle up in your comfy, and let the fun begin. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Living in the Garden podcast. This week we are going to be talking about intentional living, which is something that we can all really um, learn from and utilize in our day today. So we're really excited to jump into this conversation with you. But before we jump into that, we are going to start with our rose and our thorn. All right, I can start us off. So my rose for the week was honestly just a good Easter meal around a table with family. Does that make sense when you have like the nice china dishes out full of like all the Easter desserts, the hams, the veggies, everything like that, the rolls on the table and just like sharing in conversation because I think that's something that I truly really missed from last year. And so being able to sit around the table for Easter and just like be an Easter people as a family, that was a really beautiful gift for me. And so definitely a rose from this week (laughs) and then my low. pardon me if this hurts anybody, but I really don't like it when people treat dogs like children or like have dogs in place of a child. I think it really started when uh, Haley and I went to Colorado on our mission trip and we were just surrounded by all of these like people our age that had dogs and they were pushing them around in strollers and like had like literal diaper bags for their dogs. And I was like, okay, people, I, I can't handle that. And so It just is one of those things. It's a pet peeve of mine. I will definitely be having kids before I have dogs. And if if not, I will not treat my dog like it is a child because it is in fact an animal. So pardon me. I know that's a strong stance that I'm here, but it is my pet peeve. (laughs) So it's my low for the week. Honestly, retweet to all that girl. Thank you for being real. dogs in Colorado though were so spoiled I couldn't handle it it's disgusting I mean when literal dogs like and the the reality it was is that we were spending time with like our friends on the street and so to see people who had more expensive strollers for their dogs that weren't willing to like and then there was like people sitting right next to them that didn't even have a home to come to and it was just like one of those things that just really really hits you um and you're like wow what is the reality of this world and so yeah sorry I won't go into details but don't do it, people. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> Haley, how about you? My rose for this week was being able to wear shorts on Easter. I don't remember the last time I was able to wear shorts on Easter or a dress. If you're into dresses, I wear my short alls, like the overalls oh, that are like cute. Yeah, shorts. Huge fan of those. I had lots of pockets and I was so warm and I just got to play cakeball with my cousins and just have some really good conversations with I haven't seen in a while so that was for sure my rose beautiful Um, my low is coming back to Winona and it is so loud in this place I go to sleep and there's somebody above me being loud I walk to school there's cars motorcycles being super loud then there's a baseball game going on loud traffic everywhere I just miss the quiet and it's only been one day maybe you should become a hermit 
Honestly, I thought about that. <laughs> I think I had actually. Taylor, you've told me that once, didn't you? I, well, if you think you're called to a hermitage, girl, you do that. However, I do not see you thriving in that environment, but you know, I could be totally wrong. Taylor, I feel like you could try it out too. <laughs> oh, my oh my gosh, that's a really good joke. <laughs> I'd be the last person on earth to thrive in a hermitage. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be alone, though. I'd want to have, like, a family off the grid. Okay. Okay, so you don't want to live a hermit lifestyle. You just want to live, like, in the country. Wait, what is a hermit? Someone who lives alone, right? Am I wrong? Let's envision a little old man living in a cave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. St. Benedict did that. Yeah, and the fighter monk. Remember the fighter monk? Oh, yeah, the fighter monk. <laughs> who only ran on one hour of sleep. He was my inspiration junior year. <laughs> I told Allie, no, don't do that to yourself. And that is really going to come into play when we talk about our conversation later, actually. You're right. It's like the Lord told me to say that just so you could make me prove me wrong. <laughs> no, no. Oh, goodness. Okay, Haley, did you have anything else to share? No, I was just going to ask what was your rose and thorn of this week? Oh, okay. Um, my rose this week was just the Easter weekend. So good. I just love Easter so much. My favorite holiday for sure. Um, my family just has some really fun traditions. At least I think they're really fun. But um, we had our annual Easter treasure hunt and I got to dress up as the Easter bunny and we had our Easter dinner and just all those super fun things. I just really love it. So that really filled me up this weekend. But my low or my thorn, I think was, um, while I was home, I had to sleep with, sleep in my brother's room, which that isn't the low, actually. I don't entirely like mind that. I love coming from a big family and like having that experience of like sharing and living together and whatever. But my sweet little brother, who's four, he woke up in the middle of the night screaming one night because he was having such a bad dream. And it just broke my heart into pieces, actually, because I just hate seeing that kid in any type of sadness. So that was probably my low because I just couldn't even comfort him, really. So it was bad, <laughs> but it's okay. He kind of forgot about it by the morning and just told me that he had a dream about Easter. So I was like, you know, you're probably okay, but... <laughs> Oh man, to be fair again. <laughs> All right, ladies. Well, how about we hop into our topic on intentional living? Now, the Bible verse that we picked out for this week to say with is from Ephesians chapter four, and it says, I then, a prisoner of the Lord, urge you to live in a manner worthy of the call you have received. So what does that kind of mean to you? And how does that go along with this topic of intentional living? I think for me, the part of this verse that is just sticking out to me the most is when it says, urge you to live in a manner worthy of the call you have received. So I guess that's actually like the whole thing. Sorry, I just repeated it. <laughs> um, but what I'm thinking about with that is um, what have we been called to? We've all been called to greatness. So you need to live like you were called to that greatness. So if we're not living like we're called to meteor mediocrity am I I'm not pronouncing that right but I'm trying my best um, thank you Allie um so you can't just live um unplanned you can't just live like in your bed all day you know if you're called to greatness that means you have to like do something does that make sense I don't know that's what I'm kind of thinking about with this 
yeah, a call is probably the best way to put it, uh, to live to a different standard. Um, and so there is like some sort of expectation there that we do something and it takes some intentionality and probably some planning um, so that we're more so on the defense um, or no, more so like on the offense instead of the defense. Does that kind of make sense? So we're not just like trying to be on the defense and field everything that life has to throw at us, but more so that we're on the offense so that we can be better planned and ready for the different things that life throws at us so that we can live in a manner um, worthy of that call. And that reflects that intentionality with which we have been given, if that kind of makes sense. That makes so much sense actually in my brain. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. <laughs> call me the next doctor of the church and then beat me down with <laughs> humility. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I think the word that stood out to me from that verse is worthy of the call you have received or just the word worthy. I think it's because the it's the word of the year that I chose for myself. Ooh. I know it's stalking <laughs> me, but in all honesty, we are all each worthy so much of what the Lord has planned for us and we can't completely do what the Lord has planned for us unless we plan it out at least a little bit and pray about it and uh, we should always be working towards goals and working towards sharing the love of Christ with the people around us ah oh, yes and you know Haley when you were talking about that just now something else popped into my brain and we can probably talk about this more um later in the episode if we want but just how we are all worthy of planning you are worthy of taking the time to sit down every day and to plan your day or you are worthy of spending that time at the beginning of your week because um your time is like valuable your your life is so you are loving yourself and you are calling yourself worthy by giving yourself that time and that space to plan in that way mm, that's so good and then the beauty of it is that we plan and then we let the we just continue with life. We continue moving forward. You know what I mean? But it takes that plan to continue moving because if we don't do anything and we don't make some sort of plan or we don't have any direction to go in, then we just find ourselves kind of complacent and sitting in that mediocrity again. And so not that you need to like have everything planned and then be like, well, this is the only way it's going to happen because obviously like that's not that's not reality. Like the Lord has better plans for us but he needs us to do something to start walking down the path that he has planned for us and the beauty is is that he's sitting right there with us writing it out too and so it's not like we're just the ones doing it by ourselves if that makes sense like he's put those desires in us he knows the way that we need to walk and he gives us those little inspirations throughout our days to know as well and so simply starting but taking that time because yes you are so so worthy of it so when we talk about intentional living, I think a phrase that we hear really often, at least I hear really often in um, Catholic circles is the phrase, right ordering your day. What does it mean to right order your day? Yeah, so for me, I noticed I really struggled with this going into student teaching because it was the entire day I felt shot. But a couple of weeks ago, I started right away in the morning after I brushed my teeth and ate my breakfast. While I was eating my breakfast, I would sit and read the daily readings for the day. That way I can reflect on them throughout the day because I heard from a talk that the first thing that you do in the morning should be the most important thing of your entire life. And that should set the tone for the rest of the day. It's like, of course, the Lord is the most important thing in my day. What can I do to start each day with the Lord? Have the mindset for the rest of the day. Mm. That's so, that is 
basically that is how are you going to order your day with what is most important and what are the priorities in your life that you are going to put first because if you don't then life will happen around you and again you'll be caught on the defense just trying to feel everything that comes through like hurtling towards you and it can feel pretty overwhelming if you're not the one right ordering it i heard this um this talk once maybe it was in a book that i read but it was talking about like having anchors in your life and so it kind of it, and some people might say pillars i guess but just identifying those anchors like literally like an anchor to a ship kind of thing like what are the four whatever how many things that you need in your life that need to be an anchor that hold your ship down so is it going to be like for you is it prayer like your family time um rest or like even exercise something like that um, but you need to be firmly rooted in those anchors and make sure that those are kind of like the main pillars or anchors that you form your day around um, and then everything else just kind of falls into place because sometimes when you look at a schedule like like oh my gosh I don't know how I can even begin to fit everything in this and um but really identifying those areas that are important to you and then um, planning those out first really helps um, because everything does end up just kind of filling in the spaces once you plan those things that are most important. And a super practical way to plan those things out is to use a planner. I think for me, I get really overwhelmed thinking about even just those few basic things that I need in my life, whether that's, you know, prayer, exercise, family, work, whatever your four things are, your your number. It can feel really overwhelming to fit them all in in one day, but a super sweet friend, just my um, freshman year of college, just really recommended that I plan it out. And that seemed so silly to me because in my mind, a planner was for work and school and it couldn't be intertwined with your prayer and your personal life. But that's so not true because um, there's such beauty in planning with the Lord. So I would sit down and I would actually write in the times I was going to mass, when I was going to confession, when I was going to pray every day. And it really freed me up to like, to live more fully in a sense, even though I was more tied down to a schedule, I was actually free to live my life more abundantly, if that makes sense. Yes, I agree. Because then you, you, you knew that you were going to be able to do the things that you needed to do to be the best version of yourself and to live in the in the call, um, in the manner worthy of the call that you have received. And so I did the same thing. I thought it was silly when I was like planning out, honestly, sometimes like when I need to pray, sometimes I honestly just planned out when I needed to eat because we find ourselves in seasons where we're like, I don't even know when I can eat today. <laughs> like literally planning out those main things. Um, so it really does give you peace and it does for you in a way. Um, so I totally agree with that. Scheduling it in, um, first of all, you do it and then you're accountable for doing it as well. And you can rest easy knowing that you'll, you'll at least have that. <laughs> I've noticed too with doing that, I've become more aware of the present moment because I'm not so caught up in what I'm going to do next because it's already scheduled into my next day or the next week, for example, instead of worrying about that in that exact moment. And sometimes it can be hard to sit down and actually plan your whole day or your whole week. I totally understand that things come up and then plans change. But the beauty of it is that when you make that plan with the Lord, you're never fully tying yourself to it because you're not the one making it the Lord is so you know that he has room to go in and change whatever he sees fit because it's his plan not yours all right ladies do you have any other practicals uh for intentional living that people can just implement into their life today 
I think one practical that I recently found, especially last semester, was Walmart grocery pickup order. If you don't know what it is, type it in, order your groceries, find your nearest Walmart, and take 10 minutes to pick it up. Because what I found about it is I spend less money because I buy exactly what I need. And I buy like the snacks for my Bible study. I buy healthy foods that will actually like nourish my body instead of like making me run on an empty tank all day. And I really only cook like once a week. And so I intentionally plan each of my meals. So I know that I will have the energy to sustain myself for the next thing. Because I notice when I don't eat, I get super crabby. And the people around me notice that I get very crabby. <laughs> and they're like, Haley, go eat a sandwich. And I'll be like, I don't have any sandwiches <laughs> left. So one thing that I do is the Walmart grocery pickup order for my meal planning for the week. Mm. No, that is true. I would say another practical is, oh, this is going to sound so high school of me, probably been elementary, but like a good wake up time and a good bedtime, honestly, like we deserve rest. We are worthy of rest. And so uh, part of that comes with waking up when you say that you're going to wake up. Yeah, we probably all have a few days where we cheat ourselves out of that. My alarm happens to be off my uh, far away from my bed that I fling myself off my bed in order to shut it off. So I don't really have, and my body doesn't let me sleep. Haley reminds me of that often that once I'm up, I'm up. Um, but also like an intentional bedtime. And so <laughs> sticking to that um, to make sure that you give you give yourself enough rest so that you can live your days out well. Sometimes I felt guilty of that too. Um, but I know myself well enough to say like, okay, Ali, time to go to bed. Let's let's do this again tomorrow. Um, and so those times as well, wake up and going to bed. I think another practical is incorporating some sort of exercise too throughout your day. I really have struggled with this a couple weeks ago, but I'm starting to walk to school a little bit more often. And so that's also helping me incorporate exercise because sometimes you just don't have the time or it's just not on the priorities, I guess, if other things follow through. Uh, but definitely incorporating some sort of exercise. Yeah. And as I was thinking, I <laughs> I find myself, if you're listening and you feel the same way, you're like, sometimes I make a schedule and sometimes I can't stick to it and sometimes I want to stick to it. The fact of the matter is you need to love yourself enough to make changes to the schedule as need be. And you need to love yourself enough to stick to it as need be. If you need, if you're doing something and you're like, you know what, I just really need to go and pray right now, or I just really need to go for a walk. Um, love yourself enough to do that. Listen to yourself and your own needs, um, because inevitably you're going to be probably a better person by doing it. Um, and so just giving yourself that fluidity um, and, and listening to yourself when those needs arise. Kind of bouncing off that too, Allie, it's really important to love the people around us enough to stray from that planned out schedule you may have if a need arises in their life. So if you have a roommate who really just needs to have a good heart to heart that night, but your plan was to listen to this podcast and do this piece of homework, you might need to change it around because sometimes the needs of the people in front of us are more important. Um, and it's hard to discern that sometimes because your needs are just as important as theirs. So you kind of have to play that balancing game of um, meeting your friends and family where they are and meeting yourself where you are. Um, and there's no perfect way to do it. It's really just a learning thing, but um, a good thing to try to balance out. No, I love that, ladies. Hopefully, y'all who are listening can take something away from that uh, or just find a little piece of your week that 
maybe you're going to start using a planner maybe you're just going to take one practical away and start living a little more intentionally in that um, but we encourage you to look at your priorities look at how you order your day um, identify your anchors what do you what do you need to have in your day um, to right order it so no more prayers for you on that uh, but before we close in our own prayer, how has the gardener been working in your guys' gardens this week? I feel like that's what the Gospels are, so it's only fitting. <laughs> we are literally encountering the gardener. I think for me, I've really just been encountering Jesus in this Easter season. Love Easter so much. Probably have said that a hundred times already on this podcast, but I just love it. Um, I specifically really, really enjoyed this year getting to go to the Easter vigil and the Lord just really met me right there. It was so good. I was so tired and like falling asleep in the pew, but it was just so great. So many parts of it. So like when we finally got to sing um, the Gloria, that was just such a big moment of like, ah, like it's Easter for me. And then also watching people be received into the church was just such a good reminder of why um, why I love being Catholic and why it's just such a big part of who I am. So I was really just um, rejuvenated in that. I think for me, I have been praying a lot with how joy is a choice. It's not always a feeling. And that even if you don't feel joyful, you can still feel the gratitude or you can still choose the gratitude of the joy. And another thing that I've been praying with is how uh, the devil often works in the what ifs and I often second guess myself or like, oh, what if I would have said this or what if I would have done this earlier and kind of sitting in the past instead of focusing on the future and just knowing that the devil is not creative and that's how he's always been trying to tempt my heart and to doubt the Lord. But like in this Easter season, it's very important. I've noticed for me to just always stay focused on the Lord and to know that he, his love surpasses all the what ifs. In my own, I would say that I started reading The Return of the Prodigal Son per the recommendation of a good friend and literally have got through the first couple pages and it's kind of wrecked me already. So I'm really, it's like one of those books that you're like, oof, buckle up, this is going to be a ride for journey for the heart. Um, but just this idea of, uh, it's, it's based on this image of the return of the prodigal son. You can go and look it up if you'd like to, but it's basically the father embracing the son. And then there's a few people in the other picture, in the picture that are like just looking at this encounter. And so this idea of like, okay, am I sitting on the outside as a bystander observing the love of the Lord? Or am I like placing myself in the father's hands, in his arms, in his embrace as the beloved? Um, and so just this idea of like transitioning from a bystander into the beloved and what that looks like in my heart. And so that's kind of where I am sitting with things this week. And I am excited to continue to read that and journey more with that. Haley, would you like to close us in prayer? Yeah, I'd love to close us in prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of the sunshine and the gift it was to talk with Taylor and Allie tonight. Lord, I ask that you just help us to grow closer to you in our friendship and to help all of our listeners and ourselves to be more intentional with our time and our planning. Lord, help us to use all of our gifts and talents and know that we are worthy of a wonderful schedule to plan out all the things that you have for us, Lord. Help us to be fluid and to always say yes to you. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit.
Amen. All right. Also, we are recording this when we don't know who the giveaway winner is, but congrats to whoever won because y'all rock. <laughs> and I hope that you go and get your fried pickles soon. <laughs> I hope that each of you won individually. Yes. Although we would like to give a singular fried pickle to every single one of you. Could you imagine <laughs> us mailing a pickle to every person? So awesome. <laughs> pickles on us. <laughs> Okay, we're going to wrap it up there. Have a beautiful rest of your day, folks. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you so much for walking with us today. We hope that you can encounter the gardener of your soul this week. If you haven't already, give us a follow on Instagram at Living in the Garden Podcast and tune in with us next week. Until then, peace out.